Monday. To Football Monday with the Michael K Show. Presented by Infinity and Slowmans. This is an Eden special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Eden's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Hey everyone, welcome to ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Row. Tonight's ENN is brought to you by our friends over at Security Dodge. See Michelle Scalisian. Come get some. I'm so annoyed with myself because five different times I meant to tell you, Anthony, that I knew we needed a drop from the caller who said the commanders stink, and I forgot to tell you that we needed that. We suck. Yeah, find it when you guys get a chance. It, it's I, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. It's going to come back down to bite me in the you-know-what. Every time we're having a conversation to have a drop of some New York guy going, the commanders stink. But I got to tell you, it was, it was a terrific moment. Let's start off by uh, saying good evening to Michael. I like the but. month of June. And let's say good evening to uh, Michael and Don. Can oh. I say something that's not going to be popular? Because I love he's, it. He's part of our station. I love and he, it. And we like him. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Enable him. Did you even know where he was going? No, though I was hoping as high as possible. But I was blindly having his back. I thought that was nice. Well, that's that's called. You know what it's called? It's called being a teammate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Don. To Don. I love Hootie and the Blowshus. Blow, blow, oh, forget it. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> you know See, what? I punted. He punt. He did. He didn't even think about <laughs> me, running me, out of bounds. He just punted the ball. Let me hear it one more time. The punt. I want to hear it again. I love Hootie and the Blowshus. Blow, blow, oh, forget it. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> it's the, By the way, did, there is there is a um, there is a band that does all of their hits. It's called Hootie and the Blowshish. <laughs> I, I love Hootie right. and the Blowshish. Yeah. No, no. Actually, I don't know if you know this. Darius Rucker's brother opened a shish kebab restaurant. <laughs> really? And it's called Hootie and the Blowshish. <laughs> That's Randy. Yeah, Randy. Randy, Randy Rucker. Rucker. Yeah. Randy oh. Rucker. Yeah, and he's got the best ruckin' fish you could find. Or what did I say? Anyways, shish kebab. Let's say good evening again to Don. Oh, to myself. No, you get the tweezers out and go to town. Okay. And good evening to myself. You're my daddy and to myself. Daddy, may I have some more? And to the caller. I know. I know. What, what hurt you more, Peter? The fact that the commanders lost or that I called that the Giants would win? Honestly, which one bothered you more? Uh, commanders lost first, and then the second immediate thought was, <sighs> why does that big, big-headed freak have to be right? Like, how could he? And, and I knew the whole time. Let's be honest. We're both taking a shot. Your shot was more likely to be right when you think about it, percentage-wise, right? Like, you took a smart not, bet. Not point, not point uh, spread. No, no, not point spread. But which, by the no, way, no. That's, that's the part you should be disappointed in yourself in. Because I, I was willing, I was dumb enough to want to put up some good, cold, hard cashola. I would have put cash on the line. I would have done it, but I'm not. my mother didn't raise an idiot. Why would I, why would I make that bet without at least... I, I just go, I'll go to an app and do it with the points. Why would you, I do it with you for nothing? No, no, you could have, you could have asked for odds at... at I uh, did. You said no. All you got to do is go to ESPN Bet and get the money line odds. I probably well, would have given, given you money line odds. What should he do? 
bet it on um, ESPN Bet. Either way, the caller was right. The commanders stink. All I wanted, all I wanted, all I wanted, Don, all I wanted for Christmas was you. And also all I wanted was to simply get to enjoy Thanksgiving with the hope of them playing for the playoffs. That's all I wanted. Ah, You didn't get either. God, it's so embarrassing. Anyways, let's... uh, When the season started, did you think the commanders would be in worse shape on Thanksgiving than the Lions by a lot? Oh, yeah. Okay. I love the Lions. You kidding me? No, the Lions. You you didn't think the Lions would be good? I thought the Lions... Don and I had the Lions... I didn't think they'd be 8-2. and No, but they were the chic pick to to win that division. And and not only that... He's usually wrong. if If you look... At their schedule too. I mean, this team could legitimately be fourteen and three or fifteen and two. That that's Detroit is going to have a crazy record going into the playoffs. Let you know what. Let's focus on the G men for a second. Do let's it. see what Brian Dable has to say about the win. No, it was a team win. Six turnovers. Uh, didn't turn the ball over offensively. Pretty efficient, effective in the passing game. Obviously, we had the sacks. Stuck with the running game. Thought the coordinators did a good job. Uh, got a turnover on special teams. That's included with the six. So, team win. And uh, Thank you. certainly proud of, of Tommy. You know, it's a tough position to play. And he's, he's just got a really good mindset. Oh, boy. That, that was tough for me to hear, I'll be honest. That was tough to hear. Well, what is a team's record when they win the turnover battle plus six? Uh, Don, can I a predict? A billion and oh? Yeah, can I predict? <laughs> I guarantee you a team's never lost winning the turnover battle by six. Yeah, and by the yeah, way, yeah. and they almost did. <laughs> you it know, there were dicey moments during oh, that no, game. Hold on. Hold on. You, I, I firmly believe, I feel pretty confident that with another minute to a minute and a half, the commanders would have won well, that game. The number was never in question. They were not going to cover. No, no, that Michael had that but, so, sewn up early. But there was there were plenty of time I really felt that it, that if you asked me to make a prediction I was going to say the Giants are going to figure out a way to lose this game like on a last second field goal. Like it yeah, had it that felt, vibe. You know what you know what it really felt that way when the Commies kicked the field goal to get to 14-12. I was like, "All right, we're down 2 now. This enough is enough." You know, and I really felt like after there were many series where you just felt like, oh, this this Giants offense can't do anything. Oh, we're just sacking him over and over again. And then all of a sudden, they decided to hand number 26 the ball. Apparently, he's good. I, 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 I wasn't familiar. Um, Brian Dable says he was never worried about this team's commitment. I don't question our pride. I'm just happy for the players, for the coaches. Because they do the right stuff during the week. They practice their, their tails off. They prepare. They study extra. There's extra meetings going on. They, they come in with a positive attitude when it's not always easy to come in with a positive attitude. And they have their you know, next play mentality. So, you know, to see them have success, to see the coaches, all the hard work that they put into it, um, that's why you do this is to, to try to win one game each week. We'll, you know, enjoy this one. Uh, I'm proud of the people that are in the building that work hard. Uh, but now we'll move on to the next one here pretty shortly. I, get I don't know how these guys do it. I, I, I really don't. C- can you hear in his voice the lightness compared to the one they lose? Yeah. How these men don't get eaten alive by the losses. Their whole life is well, tied up in this. And I and I, I I get the fans that were disappointed the Giants won. They they want to see nothing but losses so they can draft the quarterback. But the reason I can't do it is for that reason. There, like, I want to know I have a coach. I, I want to see my team win. When I was growing up as a kid, Michael, I, I didn't get you know where the draft picks. I just wanted to watch the Giants. They had no chance of winning a Super Bowl, but I wanted my team to win. And my mood for the week dictated on how the Giants played on that Sunday. 
Now, I, you, you grow up and you get into the business, things kind of change from a fan standpoint, but at the end of the day, you want to see your team win rather than let's hope one of the quarterbacks. Right now, what, what, what's the order? Do we know Caleb Williams is going to be the best quarterback? We don't know. He's not the, finishing strong. Yeah, it hasn't, right. been, it hasn't been a great so, year. So it could be three, four different quarterbacks. When I saw Russell Wilson help Seattle win a Super Bowl as a third-round quarterback, I mean, or Joe Montana be a third-round quarterback. So can, can I just win and let the chips fall where they may? I was fortunate enough to watch my team win four Super Bowls and go to five Super Bowls in my lifetime and did not have to tank to do it. So... Let's stop making it seem like that's the only way to get out from it. If Shane's the guy, if Dable's the guy, and, I, and I'm, I'm open for discussion on whether that's the case, but I'm rooting for them to be the guy, well, then you're going to have to win some games, and they'll figure it out. I mean, how many quarterbacks have won Super Bowls where you tanked to get that quarterback? A lot of times you just, you know, where was Mahomes drafted? God, I mean, it's just annoying. You sit there, root for your team. I, mean, I couldn't believe social media. Like, giant fans, like, disgusted with their team that they finally showed competency. God, it, it's it's annoying. So you're, what you're trying to say is, I believe, you're, you're waiting to find out whether or not Shane is able. True. That's exactly it. The uh, commanders stink. Don't worry, Peter. We have four days off starting after Wednesday. I need a little breather. I need a little breather. Um, all right, guys. Let's move on, shall we? Let's hear from Tommy DeVito. I, I've heard enough Dable, but I do want to hear from the kid. How's he feeling about his performance? When things are going right and you feel like they're going right, it's a lot of fun. It feels like you're just enjoying it and playing the game of football like you were when you were a kid. Um, it's easy to get away from that when things aren't going you know, good. But um, like I said, great play calls by Calf, great execution by everybody on you know the offense and the defense and special teams had their own, held their own and, and some had a tremendous day, so that made our job easier. It's a great story, man. It is great. It's it's just an unbelievable story, and his family travels to the games, and it's, it's wonderful. It's great. I would love. Would there be anything better than if this guy turned out like he, he just game by game developed and became the man? Oh, it would be the, one of the great stories of all time. Rarely seems to happen. When was the last time a straight up nobody became Kurt a Kurt Warner? Kurt Warner, I guess. That's got to be it, right? Yep. Bagging groceries just to MVP Hall of Famer. But that's the greatest delightful one. broadcaster. He is quite good. Love yeah. his radio call. Yeah, lovely. He's lovely, lovely. On the Ray Row. Yeah, great on the Ray Row. These, these Sopranos memes and stuff on social media are very funny with DeVito. Have you seen them? I haven't seen the Sopranos ones. Just any time you see something pop up with the Sopranos, it's probably something tied to DeVito. Like, yeah, uh, they have a picture of him sitting, like AJ sitting mm-hmm. eating spaghetti with Car- Carmella and and Tony, and uh, they said Tommy DeVito after today's game. Yeah, it's, it's funny. As a New Jersey Italian, are you offended by it, Tom? No, I think it's fun. I enjoyed The Sopranos. <laughs> I'm not offended by it. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Did you watch the 60 Minutes piece? Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. I thought it was terrific. On what? On what? 
on little Stevie Van Sant. But one no. thing I thought was unbelievable. I, I'm not not sure. I I shouldn't tell 16 minutes how to do journalism. No, no, they need some help from you. Go ahead. They kind of just completely glossed over the fact. It's like, uh, well, he left the band in 1984, and didn't come back until 1999. A difference of opinion. That's all you're going to tell. Difference. What was the difference of opinion? Why did he leave the band? What did Bruce try? None of that was asked. I had both of them. Unless he just didn't want to talk about it, but well, he seemed like he was up what? to talk There's about 60 anything. Minutes. Yeah, wait, hold on. That is crazy. They just said uh, there was a 15-year absence because of a no, disagreement. he left right before the most successful tour that Springsteen ever had, Born in the USA, and came back in 1999. Yeah. And, and all you're talking about during the whole thing, Peter, is how he's best friends with Bruce, and he has Bruce's ear, and how close they've been. They met each other at 15, been together all these years, and, oh, by the way, he disappears for a decade and a half because of creative differences. I need a little bit more. I need a little bit more information. You know what? On you, know what you know what, Don. Maybe it's, maybe it comes down to what I've said. It, it was the making of Dancing in the Dark. He was sick by it. He said, "I can't do this. I, I won't be near this." And and then you know Bruce starts breaking into the Carlton dance, and all of a sudden he's like, "Yeah, that's it. I, you make you're making me sick. I don't want to be near this." And, yeah, I think he was gone before it. And it, he was wait, he was gone born to run. He was gone before born, born no he before went, born in the USA born in the USA right. So it was probably the Dancing making of, in the dark was was on was, born in the USA. Well, he was gone before that. But I thought he was on the album, but not the tour. Mm, I, I, I think the ti- I think the timing sounds just right for what it, I'm yeah, saying. You know, I think Peter's on to something. Uh, so I think the Courtney Cox thing blew it up. Yeah, he said. I, I, he said you're dancing like Carlton, and they said who's Carlton? They said he's a character from but, ten years in the future. But trust me, that's how you're dancing. But also interesting, David Chase saw a speech of his at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and offered him the Tony Soprano role. And HBO said, Whoa, 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 whoa! This guy <laughs> and, can't act. Yeah, and and he admitted he turned it down. He's like, I'm not an actor. I appreciate it. But they ended up finding the right role for him. But that's oh, something, he's, right? He's perfect as Sill. He really is. And uh, guys, I, I went on ahead and I saw the uh, MJ musical on, on Friday night. Delightful time. The MJ. Was it good? It's good really good. Why, why wouldn't it be? The, the music is great. I'm, well, you think? Uh, what do you, what, <laughs> wait, hold on. You, you think it's better than musical music? You think you, when you go to a musical, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry, with all due respect, the greatest musical music on earth doesn't hold a candle to truly great pop music. Now, it's not even the same category. So when you get to go to a musical, the set design is insane. And then to have a climactic moment in a musical, Don, where everyone's dressed up in the, in the thriller uh, characters and you're listening to thriller as they dance on stage. Yeah, it's, it's a win. I love it. No matter how you feel about Michael Jackson. Or pop music or everything. How do you not like Thriller? Thriller the song? Thriller the yeah. album? Thriller the, the video? Well, you just know the that song. Alan Hahn has a big problem with the, the way the songs are laid out in Thriller? In Thriller? Yeah. Thriller. Wait, wait, uh, wait. He has a problem with the layout of the, the track listing? Yes. What's his How'd problem? that come up in conversation? I was listening, He was talking about it with Bart like a, a week ago. I, it's, Thriller's not the first song, right? No. I want to be like starting something. should be. Oh. Well, I gotta know. Well, I gotta know more. Is that the only thing? There has to be more to it. Than no, he, he broke. He he he's got some strong opinions on. It. I think you should have him on one of your eight hundred podcasts. Well, I I mean I I'd be curious to know where he goes. But want to be starting something is the perfect way to start the album. Right? It is, and Coming, and usually the way it where I know this works a lot. Wait, hold on. What's what's the better? I've Don real quick. Don't forget your point. What's the better moment here? Michael telling 60 Minutes how to do journalism or Alan telling Michael Jackson how to lay out the highest-selling album in the history of music. 
But he loves the album. He just didn't like the way the songs were laid out. But just because Thriller's not the first song? There has to be more to it. Than very that. rarely is the best song. The songs are laid out. It's on the album. You play it when you want. But uh, very rarely do you see the, the hit song or the song that they want to be hit be the first song on the album. Very rarely. Actually, and usually what you like question. to do, I mean, I mean, I know this happens in rock a lot, that usually the first song on the album might be the first song that you open with on that tour. But you're not going to open with Thriller on the tour. You save it for close to last. Like I think it's I I don't talk to Alan. That, but I, I don't, don't listen. Alan's him. entitled to his opinion. I want to I, I want to talk to him. I want to have a talk about. It. But I want to be starting something. Might be my favorite song on the album. I'm or Human Nature. God. Then, by the way, what a gem too. Off the wall and Thriller. What nine songs? That's all you need, Don. That's all you need for a classic. You don't need to give me twenty three songs. No, too many. And then I saw uh, Chris Tucker at the Beacon Theater on Saturday night. Well, you just had a delightful weekend. I did. No, a very delightful, easy. Everything was above 50th Street, which makes my life easy. Now, uh, also, you know how had a good weekend? Jimmy Johnson. Apparently, too late. Apparently, hell has frozen yeah, over. Let's hear from Jerry Jones yeah. on Fox. But I will say this. It was magical the time we had together. And I want you to know something. On December the 30th of 1923, you're no. going in the Dallas no. Cowboy Ring. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's 2023. Yeah, what did I say? Well, it is 2023. Yeah, I want to get this real clear. Okay. <laughs> Three weeks from now. So, there it is. I mean, uh, Jimmy despised him. And Jerry was jealous of him. What happened? Is it like, you know, their mortal lives are coming into clear focus or what? No, listen, things change when you get older. I guess. Maybe that's and why I'm turning over a new leaf. Every day you seem to. Yep. It, you change your underwear. Um, you don't change your underwear as often as you change uh, a new leaf there. But I, I think as you get old, oh, listen, he's, what, 81 now? That it's still, he's the reason he's not there. You, didn't, you would have won more Super Bowls. Just trying to grab that spotlight. Well, he did win one more without him. Alan Hahn. Great yeah. coach, Barry Switzer. Yeah. Alan Hahn what? He's reached out. Oh, well, nice. Yeah. He says, it goes way deeper. Trust me, I've been thinking about this ever since I first popped the cassette in my boombox. Wow. Alan's but, no novice when it comes to music. He has real important opinions. Uh, but I don't I, get I this agree. one. Well, no, we got, well, yeah, there's more we'll info. Get him on tomorrow. Talk about it. I, love, I, wanna, I would have this conversation. And you then know we that. can talk Knicks and Timberwolves. It's perfect. I mean, listen, maybe the open tomorrow. Maybe, maybe he also doesn't like you know where the fact that "Baby Be Mine" is song two or "The Girl Is Mine." How about? But it's in, you. The, he knows that's going to be an epic song when he when he's writing it. How is that the first sto- the song you lead up to it? What thriller? Yeah, yeah. I don't think. You, well, how about this? I beg the question. What album can you think of? where the number one smash hit single is the first track. Partridge Family Christmas album. Wow. He, he kind might of a show right. dropper, isn't it? I don't know. We, I don't even know if it's a real album. I mean, that's the thing. No one knows. <laughs> it is. is that, that's a re, and that's, that's a real Partridge thing? Partridge Family think? Christmas album, yes. Uh, now, I'll tell you this, though. On Like a Virgin, Madonna comes out of the gate with Material Girl. That there is, you go. That's a big old smash. Now I mean, the the one it, it, if you're not if you don't know you don't know but you've probably heard of ACDC, right? I, I, is Back in Black the first song back in no, Black? No, but the next album for those about to rock, yeah, 
that's the first song. And that is a big topic of conversation. Like, how, that's such an epic song. It's a concert closer. Like, how is that the first song? For those about to rock. Fire! <laughs> we saw. Oh, you know, a song. Seeing as we're talking about music, I don't know if you guys, uh, we mentioned this. We mentioned it earlier today, but people new have new listeners all the time. Apparently, Snoop Dogg was lying to all of us. Here's no, uh, I'm not lying. Well, he fooled us. I don't know, Michael. Captain Literal Man, let's see how you feel. Here's Snoop Dogg giving an update on his giving up the smoke. I have an announcement. I'm giving up smoke. I know what you're thinking. Snoop, smoke is kind of your whole thing. But I'm done with it. Done with the coughing and my clothes smelling all sticky icky. I'm going smokeless. Solo stove fixed fire. They took out the smoke. Clever. Brilliant. I, I got to tell you. It, where does it... Do you guys know how many tweets the original tweet got? Anthony, can you look that up and tell me how many retweets? When, uh, I, when I saw Snoop's tweet that said, I'm giving up smoke, just that initial one that started the conversation. Guys, I'm not kidding. I think it was the most retweets and comments I've ever seen on a tweet. Whatever Solo paid him, he, they underpaid him. Yeah, it's really good. By the way, Alan Hahn locked in tomorrow at three thirty. Good, big, and he, I think we're, I think we're missing the over, he's missing the overall point. Um, uh, guys, hold on, guys, dig this real quick. Yeah, the Snoop Dogg original tweet about giving up smoke got a hundred and forty six million That's impressions. Amazing. That's amazing. That is insane. Yeah, a tweet the world's coming to an end would. <laughs> I know if. Uh, <laughs> It, it, but real quick, he he sent me 1984, one of the biggest albums for Van Halen. Oh yeah, uh, sure. You know the the first song is Jump. Here's the difference: Jump is a great song. It's not an anthem. Like Thriller is an anthem. For those about to rock is an anthem. You can't open the album with an anthem. You can't. A good song, you can. Well, Don, also, I don't know the answer to this. Bat Out of Hell is that the first song on the album? Oh. Yes. Oh, but that's a weird album, isn't it? Like is, super it is like short. more of a concept. Album, it's, it's isn't it like six songs? No, seven. Is it only seven? But they're yeah. all like operatic. It's it's brilliant. Yeah, the first song on Bad of Hell is we're running out of time here. Is yeah, it is Bad out of Hell. Hey, that'll do, that'll do it for E and Paradise by the Dashboard Light. You can't open with that. Give a, a big shout out to our friends over at Security Dodge, twenty four seven at securitydodge.com. Go see Miss El Scalisi, grab a t shirt, and come get some during the Black Friday sales. Come get some. See everybody. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.